0: Listening
1: to the Embassy Church podcast. And here is today's message.
0: I want to talk to you from my heart. Um, I was going to talk about fasting, and I still will talk about fasting, but not this Sunday. Uh, I was ready for it and I was excited about it. Um, But I felt last night that the Holy Spirit lead me in a different direction. And so I want to talk to you. Um, about a week ago I was spending time with God and, and I have just been having incredible times in, in his presence just the word of God and just enjoying it and one morning I, I woke up and and I wasn't feeling it I can't remember if maybe it was one morning and then it was another morning and I just I was frustrated and so I started to write down what I was feeling, and I said, God, I, I'm upset. I feel upset. I feel frustrated. I think I'm even angry. I I'm disappointed. I don't know what this is. I don't know why I feel like this, but I am just having so much trouble connecting. And and, and so I said, Father, what is it? What is it? And he reminded me of a, a moment a few days back, and he said, do you remember that time? I said, yeah. And he said, you let go of your peace there. And when you let go of your peace, you forfeited your joy. And this is what's going on here. Can you turn the house lights up a little bit so I can see their faces? I want to see you cry. Just kidding. (laughs) And so... He began, to, he, he began to talk to me about where I'd let go of my peace. A couple days later, I was, I was waking up. I, I, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but as I was kind of coming to in the morning, I could hear this saying going over and over in my head, and I knew the spirit of the Lord was talking to me, and he said, know your peace know your peace no peace no peace and he kept saying it to me and at first i was trying to kind of grasp what was he saying or what did he mean and suddenly it was like this big revelation began to open up to me and he was it it was like he was saying to me become intimately acquainted with your peace know your peace in the days ahead know your peace you're gonna need to know your peace and 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 so I kind of took it for a moment and I got up and I wrote it down and and I began to think of you know a husband and wife and it says the two shall become one flesh they they become intimately acquainted and and sexually yes but they also become intimately acquainted where I get to know you I get to know you more I know I know the way you work I know what makes you mad I know what makes you shut down I know what makes you quiet I know what makes you open up I have become intimately acquainted and the more that I know my husband or the more that you know your wife you become intimately acquainted it was almost like the Spirit of the Lord was saying know your peace pay attention to it that, in, that 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 these are days ahead where you need to be completely aware of the peace that's been given to you. So I want us to go to Mark verse four, chapter four. Excuse me. And we know this. We we know this scripture verse, but. I'm going to read it again, and it says, it's verse uh, 35. As evening came, Jesus said to the disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat, and they started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and he said to the waves, silence, be still, or else we also know it as peace, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped And there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other, even the winds and the waves obey him. I know we've heard this message preached a thousand times but I felt as I was I'll be honest with you I'm just going to talk super real to you when the when when the new restrictions came again I felt I was sharing with the ladies, I, I started to feel almost anxiety myself, like, here we go again. I, and I honestly, I said to God, I don't think I can do this again. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. I know that these are times that have, that have carried on and carried on and carried on. But my peace does not come from the circumstances around me being perfect. That's not what it's talking about. When he says he gives us peace, it's not about, it's not about the circumstances, it's not about how everything else goes around me. You know what that is? That's what the world labels as peace. The world labels peace as if I can just get out of this and be on vacation, I'll be at peace. If, If Adam would just act properly, I would be at peace. If everyone would just agree with me, I would be at peace. If my children would just operate properly all the time, I I would be at peace. If I had all of the money, I would be at peace. That's not true. That's the world's kind of peace. That's what the world says peace is. But the God kind of peace is a peace Within that passes all understanding it surpasses all understanding because I may be going through a complete and utter storm And everything can be shaking around me, but I can be secure In my faith and at peace within myself And I felt a need to talk to us about this this morning because I believe that there's, for some of us, it's anxiety and you're stressed out and, 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 and you're maybe thinking, I can't, I can't do this. For some of you, you're mad, you're angry and that's not peace either. And I, I, I felt an urgency in my heart as, as, as a pastor, as a fellow believer, you must get your peace in check. You, you, you gotta draw away from this thing. You gotta stop the fighting, you gotta stop the anxiety, you gotta draw away. I felt like there was almost like you need to step away and get God's perspective on what's going on. I, I, I hope you feel the urgency because, because we are to be lights. And I think that for a lot of us, we're getting getting under the storm instead of being able to walk through it. I think it's interesting in this story where Jesus says, come on guys, we're gonna cross over to the other side, let's go. And they all get in the boat and they're all unaware. Jesus says, let's cross over. So we're all going and Jesus goes to sleep because Jesus knows there isn't anything that can stop the purpose of God. So Jesus goes to sleep. But in the middle of them crossing over to the other side, a storm happens and they're floored. They're shocked by it. What's what's going on? A storm. Jesus doesn't even care. And we often think that in the, middle of, in the middle of circumstances, God's forsaken us. No, he hasn't. Instead, he says, I'm in the boat with you providing peace. I haven't forsaken you. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm just not moved. I'm just not moved by it. And I've actually a place for you to come and be right here with me. And I I was thinking about it and I'm thinking about how we know and we've heard it from this pulpit and I'm sure we hear it all over that God is doing a new thing. And God's moving and we hear this constantly that that, that, that there's a shift that's taking place. I could use all the words. We're crossing over to the other side, all the things. But yet here we are in this storm and we're just shocked by it thinking that we have to fight ourselves. And, and, and we've, we've given away our peace. Peace isn't the absence of the storm. It's your ability to sleep within it. Let's go to Philippians 4, verse 7. Don't worry. Verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Don't worry about anything. And I think that we're being told from everywhere right now, you should worry. You should start worrying. Come on, we're even hearing it from from Christians. You, You should worry, we should be worried right now. Everybody worry, quick worry. And for some of us it's making us angry for some of us it's making us res- have resentment for some of us we've gotten into fear for some of us we've gotten into anxiety some of us are are upset you want to i i i i feel an urgency in my heart for us as christians to recognize we have got to get to our peace we, we got to check it right now we got we, we got to get in check within ourselves right now because the whole world is being told to worry. Myself, even, the other day, I was folding clothes, and I'm folding clothes, and I'm like, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm having a conversation with God, and I'm like, I'm so tired. And I had this thought, like, I don't, I don't even wanna do this. And I'm not talking about pastor, I'm talking about life. I don't even wanna do this anymore. I don't wanna do this anymore. And oftentimes I have thoughts like that and then I'm kinda like, what the heck? Where did that kind of thought, thought come from, right? And so I'm like, where did that come from? Like, how did I even get there that fast? And God said, this is what people are feeling right now. You're, You're feeling what the world is feeling right now. I'm showing you what the world is feeling right now. And this is the urgency that I speak with you today that, that we have got to get alignment with the peace of God because there's a world that needs to know that needs to be led and all of this fighting that's going on this, this whirlwind, this vortex, this thing that's happening that, that you can see, come on, you've been a part of it. I've been a part of it. These opinions on one side to the other side. It's stealing peace. verse 7 says then you will experience don't worry right he says about anything pray about it pray about it I, I challenge you I, you can check your own heart I'm not saying that it's everyone I'm just saying check your heart in this are you talking about it or are you praying about it are you fighting about it or are you praying about it He says, then, once you do this, he says, and thank God for all he's done. It says, don't worry about it, pray about it, and thank God for what he's done. I think we're like in the middle of like where the disciples are like, don't you even care, God? And here they've walked with him all this time. They know he cares. They watched Jesus be led with compassion from one person to the next, and suddenly they think he's changed in the middle of the storm he says thank God for all he's done don't lose your thankfulness in this moment because when you lose your thankfulness when you take your eyes off the miracles and the things that God has done in your life and you begin to look at the circumstance begin to lose your hope you begin to lose your joy you begin to lose your peace because look he says once you do this he goes then then you will experience God's peace am I worrying am I not praying about everything have I not been talking to God about what I need have I stopped being thankful hmm is that why I have no peace Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. His peace will guard your hearts and minds. I was thinking about the verse that says, Think of what it says. I pray that you prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. That we could sit and have arguments, because it's out there, I'm being honest, we can have arguments about masking and no masking, good for your health, not good for your health, Vacci- vaccinating, not vaccinating, I'm not here to talk about that, I, I, but, but that's the reality that's we're, that we're hearing out there today, these sides of the fence, but I'll tell you what's more dangerous, if your soul's unhealthy. And this is why I stand here today and say, come on we got to make the main thing the main thing you know i get i get told all the time why am i not standing up for this fighting for this blah 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 take this side that side i i get sent things i get asked i all of the things i said to god one time am i i say to him all the time am i missing something no he says your job is is to have is to keep their eyes on me keep their eyes on me So I'm standing here today and say, Get your eyes off of the storm. Get your eyes off of it. Get your eyes back on Him. Because it says, His peace guards your heart. When He says, I pray that your soul, that's your mind, you're willing to march, that's your heart. I pray that that. be healthy how do you do that get back to his peace you know what I do I don't listen to any of it I don't I won't I, I, I can't I can't afford to go there I shut it all down because I can't lead you and have a thousand other voices and and that includes i'm very selective even what ministers who i'm not saying aren't godly i but that includes what ministers i listen to what prophets i listen to i just if i i feel the holy spirit i'm very very in tune to it if he says shut it down no matter who says it's the most amazing word they've ever heard i shut it down because i need to hear the spirit of god clearly for my life for your life you need to hear the spirit of god clearly for your life and let me say this if the prophets are the only thing that you're hearing God from dangerous it's dangerous you need to know within your own heart that this is the Word of God for you I'm not saying that they're wrong I'm, I'm saying is it for you and so it gets us the the peace of God guards your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. He goes, so now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. What are you thinking about? keep putting into practice all you've learned and received from me everything you've heard from me and saw me doing then the god of peace will be with you let's go up to verse four in chapter four I could, I, I, I could read all of this I'm trying to you know what let's come back to this let's go to Jeremiah Jeremiah 29 God begins to speak to a people here in Jeremiah he's speaking to a people that are in captivity. They, they are being held captive, okay? And the Spirit of the Lord begins to speak to them. And this is what He says This is the Lord of, hev- of the Heaven's army, the God of Israel, says to all the captives He has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem build homes, plan to stay, plant gardens, and eat food they produce. Mary, and have children then find spouses for them so that you may so that you may have many grandchildren multiply do not dwindle away he's speaking to people in captivity and he begins to give them this thing begin to build begin to marry have grandchildren but come on. Begin, don't, and I, I think that he speaks in this moment because they're like stuck. We're in captivity and I, I just, need just need to get out. We just need to get out. We just need to get out. We just need to get out. And God says, no, 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 Begin to build and be fruitful right now. And I, and I feel like we're almost in that. When, when we get out of this, when, when COVID, when we come out of COVID, when it's not this, when it's different, when it's, and God says, no, 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 no. Build now. Be fruitful now. Don't dwindle away. I was thinking about this. Is, have you ever done this? This is what I do when I'm, when I can get upset, I'll just sit there. And I got stuff to do, and, I, and I, when, I, when I get into that space, that anxiety space, I just sit there. I know some of you, maybe you start puttering, or you, maybe some of you, um, I don't know, lose yourself in TV, or I don't know what you do, but, but I do this. I just sit there. I become unmotivated because it's got me. And I think in this moment, God's like, don't dwindle away. You're just sitting there. No, no, don't wait for this to be over, build now. I'm with you right now. Keep moving, keep moving. He says, and work for the peace and the prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for its welfare will determine your welfare. Work towards the peace and the prosperity of the city, and pray for its welfare, for it will be your welfare. And I I have to speak to this for just a moment. Protect the unity. Protect the unity of the body of Christ. Be considerate of one another. Begin to work towards the peace of this city, the peace of the people. Watch that your opinions or the way you speak, you know, I was thinking about this, you could say, the Bible says that they will know us by our love for one another. And we can think that's all great and and beautiful words to say, and we think this is a place we get to, or we'll get to, but what about when we all have different opinions? Can I love you then? Can I treat you with respect then? Can I walk with you in honor then? because they'll know us by our love. So then it's one thing to say, well, yeah, I can, I can come to church on Sunday morning and be my respectful self. Okay, how are you treating the people out there? How are you treating the business people when they ask you to put a mask on? hard times for everyone pray for the welfare work towards the peace and the prosperity of the city I want to be that person I want to be found doing that I want to be a carrier of peace that I am working towards that that you may be angry at me, you may, be, you may be spouting all kinds of things at me, but I just wanna tell you that I'm praying for you, I love you. It's gonna be okay, you're gonna get through this. I know you're scared, I know you're angry right now, but I wanna be the one that walks people through this and works towards our peace and our prosperity in this city because that welfare determines my welfare. And so be careful that you're not getting involved in this driving thing that's driving people to depression. Let's not be a part of that. Let's be a part of the solution that brings peace. He goes, this is what the Lord of the heaven's army, the God of Israel says, do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. Do not listen to their dreams because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 17 years, 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised and I will bring you home again what has god promised you hold on to the promises of god when you start getting discouraged you go looking for the promises of god what has he said to you what does his word say will he leave you no will he make you fruitful yes and then he goes this is what god says for i know The plans that I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Remember, he's saying this to people in exile. They are in captivity for I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray I will listen if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me I will be found by you says the Lord I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land if you look for me you will find me I believe that that's an invitation for us right now in the middle of a storm in a boat maybe we're scared to go find jesus if you look for me you will find me that's a promise he's saying you will not maybe not hopefully not if you get everything right make sure that you're doing all the things so he says if you look you will find me so i know you may have come in here heavy you may have come in here scared you may have come in here angry and ready for a fight i'm asking you to draw back put all of this aside this you know he says when jesus came they said peace on Earth, peace on earth not not in other words it was peace that was coming to earth it's not the world's peace it's peace on earth it's heavenly peace it's it's Jesus When Jesus left, he says, peace I give to you, not the peace of the world, not what the world can give you, but it comes from me. You're not gonna find, there will not be a solution that happens that will bring us all peace. It's Jesus. It's drawing away. It's stepping back. This is peace that comes from him. And I can walk through this storm by finding my peace. Know your peace intimately. Be so aware of it in these days. Am I feeling agitated? Am I feeling irritated? What's going on? Have I given up my peace? Did I see something? Have I been allowing myself to look at something? Am I watching too much TV? Am I on the news too much, whatever? Am I on social media too much? Am I spending time with people who are affecting me emotionally? That takes my peace away, I need to separate myself. my authority comes from a place of peace not a place of anger not a place of fear it comes from my place of peace I'll go back to Philippians and, I'll, and the praise and worship team can come. Uh, actually, Philippians 3, chapter 3, verse 1. Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things and I do it to safeguard your faith. Another version says, and I do it for your protection because it protects you. That's what it says. Whatever happens, rejoice. Whatever's going on, rejoice. Because this will be your protection. Whatever's happening in this moment, I'm going to rejoice. Because my peace and my hope does not come from the situations going on around me. They come from my heavenly father. They come from Jesus who's in the boat with me. So whatever happens, I'm gonna rejoice. Uh, Chapter four, verse four says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Let's be considerate of one another in all that we do. You know, I'm not saying you, don't, you can't have your own opinion. I would never and I don't ever want us all to be of like minds, like where we all just agree, that's fine, you can have your own opinion, but be considerate of someone else's. Unity doesn't mean that we all agree. means that I can walk together with you and love you and be considerate of you so have an opinion but make sure you carry that opinion carrying Christ the way that you talk to one another is it how Christ would talk the way you conduct yourself on social media would Christ write that does it bring glory to Christ how about that how how I'm sharing my opinion is it bringing glory to God be considerate of one another so it says rejoice in the Lord always and I say it again rejoice let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do remember remember the Lord is coming soon the Lord is coming soon so this is what I want to do we're gonna go into one song And I want us to just take a moment of of reflection in our own heart and soul. Where am I at? Where have I let go of my peace? And we're gonna walk out of here this morning, carrying the peace of God. So put yourself in that boat, and go look for Jesus. You could put the house lights down. Go ahead, Lucas.
1: Through it all, through it all, my eyes are
0: Declare it over your soul. It is well.
1: It is well.
0: Jesus, thank you for your peace that passes all understanding. With
1: my soul,
0: I just thank you. He's healing trauma right now. Trauma right now is being healed in
1: Jesus' name. I declare wholeness
0: over you. declare right now over every person here, I declare the peace of God. Father, that we step back from all the things that are raging on among us. And Father, we step into this wholeness. We step into this peace. We step into this peace that surrounds us, that guards our heart and guards our mind. We become surrounded by this and from this place we go. I pray for people online right now that are watching or will watch later. I declare the peace of God that passes all understanding over you. That you will not succumb to the storm that rages on among you. But you will be held. Father, I thank you that these are days of rejoicing. That, Father, we will rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That no matter what goes on around, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, no matter what tomorrow holds or the next day holds, no matter what happens, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will rejoice in the Lord with all of my heart, with all of my mind, with all of my strength. I will rejoice that these people are those that rejoice in the Lord. I just want you to say that right now. Sometimes the Lord needs to hear our yes, that all the time he needs to hear our yes, but sometimes it matters for our own soul to say, Lord, no matter what happens from this moment on, I will rejoice in you. No matter what I hear, no matter what goes on around me, I will rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.